Hello, everybody. This is Timmy Gibson, your host of The Timmy Gibson Show. I have now uh, done this four or five times. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is, but sometimes that that um, the old Timmy that used to do more like radio type stuff, and I can't tell you how many times I started the podcast recording, and it was like, Hey everybody, it's Timmy. Hey, who? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't need to. You don't. You're not. You're not a newscaster, dude. Just, just talk. Just, just use your normal voice. <laughs> oh my lord. So I, I also do ring announcing. You know, like, ladies and gentlemen, out of the red corner, weighing in at 159 pounds. <laughs> Anyway, I I do some ring announcing, so sometimes sometimes when I'm doing my podcast, I get in that that mode of and the next topic coming down the pike is who. So I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So 2021, I'll I'll have that smoothed out. I'll fix that. <laughs> and I need to probably do a a blooper reel. Though, unfortunately, I don't keep a lot of the bloopers. I mess up and I just delete it and start over. I guess I should, I should keep that shit because that might, it actually might be funny. So, another podcast today. In fact, um, today's topic is, it's up to you, right? Your life is up to you. My life is up to me. And there's a great book that I read years ago. I, I would assume it's still available. I would. I, I can't imagine it, you couldn't find it somewhere at a used bookstore, maybe. Of course, Amazon, right? Probably has it. Uh, but it's by Robert. I think it's Robert Schuler. If it's going to be, it's up to me. I'm pretty sure he, he was the pastor of the Crystal Cathedral. I'm only assuming that I'm assuming he's passed away at this point. I'm, I'm pretty sure because he was old back in the 80s. And I'm pretty sure his son has taken over. Um, ah, nice. I keep saying I'm going to turn that off. And I don't remember until it makes that noise. Let's look this up. Uh, the Crystal Cathedral. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know the... I don't, I don't know what Robert Schuler. let's just, I'm just, I, I have to look this up. I have to look this up because I'm curious. So he did die. Okay. So he did die back in 2015. Robert Harold Schuler was an American Christian televangelist, pastor, motivational speaker, and author. Right. Yeah. Okay. Seeing his face and seeing all that. So. Yeah, so his son, Robert Schuler, okay, by the same name. So there was Dr. Robert Schuler, the founding pastor televangelist guy. And then his son, Robert Schuler, uh, yeah, has taken over. Oh, yep, and there's the book. Uh, Robert Schuler, his book. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Uh, came out. It looks like it says it came out in 1987. Is that right? Or 1997. 
Huh. Anyway, fascinating. So today's topic is, I think, important because, you know, we're coming to the end of one year. And what a year. What a year. Holy mother of all that's good and right. What a crazy year. And I would say that this this uh, philosophy of life is uh, true regardless. I, I, it, some people flourished in 2020. Um, some people didn't. And no judgment on those that, that didn't because, um, I mean, it, you know, we learn, right? Life is what it is. It just is. It You know, things just are. And so I don't want to, the, the, the thoughts behind this particular podcast or this particular episode are not in any way to make anyone, including myself, to regret or feel bad or guilty about how maybe we didn't take advantage of an opportunity of, of like some did, right? I, I, I definitely know of some people that took advantage of the um, climate of the COVID-19 of everything, took advantage of it and, and made it work and survived. Some not only made it work, but they thrived, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the, the way of the, I don't know where I got this phrase, but the way of the dojo, I'm not even really sure what that means. If it even is appropriate, but it's, it's kind of like the, you know, do we, do we fault, you know, who is to blame for the demise of blockbuster and the success of Netflix? Should blockbuster be mad and upset? and curse Netflix for figuring out and knowing the future and being able to adjust to the climate change, to the societies, the changes in society, the changes in distribution of movies. Uh, like I, I feel that the world is constantly changing and, you know, we can either be, like a blockbuster say 10 years ago and dig in deeper and say no videos you know videos dvds and vhs's will never go away those will always be the thing and just dig in or do we innovate and do we adjust do we analyze brain brainstorm do we you know what i'm saying do we Right. And of course, I think we all know the answer to that. The answer to that is clearly we need to adjust. We need to innovate. We need to cuss and discuss and, and figure out how we can adjust and change for the future. And so I don't want to be um, a blockbuster story. Right. I don't I don't want to be a blockbuster story and allow culture and society and and everything else to outgrow me to the point of I'm extinct or not just extinct, but irrelevant. There's a word just irrelevant. 
And I think that we all have that opportunity, I think, to to grow and to change and to adjust. And like I think that is truly the uh yeah, I, I think that's truly the important um position that each of us should have. And so uh it, again, being that this is the the last couple days of 2020 and 2020 uh, 2021 is you know an all new year um to now's the time to decide now is the time to decide what kind of life we'll have moving forward it it really is that the book title if it's going to be it's up to me you know so so what's it going to be you know uh, maybe that'll even be the title of this particular podcast is I don't uh, don't wind up like Blockbuster. I think that's what I'm going to entitle this one. And so how can, how can we not wind up like Blockbuster? How can we not? I think one important thing for all of us to keep in mind so that we don't become another blockbuster story, I think it's important for us to have an open mind. Where we get in trouble, and this has been my spiritual journey, it's been my philosophical journey, it's been pretty much every journey of my life is one now of being open and being willing to say, I can learn. I can grow. I can adjust. Maybe there's a better way. I could be wrong. And, and sometimes it's not like, so was Blockbuster wrong? Uh, no, for many, many years, they weren't wrong. And so I, I see how we have to have an, have an open mind that anytime we're doing something that's working, that we always keep an open mind for what's what's coming and and no one can well i would say no one can totally read the future clearly right i mean no one can totally read the future but i think we can see trends right we can see glimpses of what is coming and I remember early on, I remember when, uh, I remember Netflix coming around. I mean, I remember hearing about Netflix and, and, you know, Blockbuster, Blockbuster was still around. I remember the entrance of Netflix. And then I remember, and maybe I got these out of order. I mean, I know Blockbuster is first, but I remember the Redbox. You know, I remember Redbox was super convenient because you could go anytime and typically it was, you know, at your local grocery store. So it was typically real close to the house. You could go rent a movie for fairly, you know, cheap, if not less than what Blockbuster was doing and no hoopla. I mean, just went up to the box, put your, you know, put your info in and boom, pop out a movie. I mean, it was just so simple. And of course now, right. I still see some red boxes out and about, but they're not as popular now because like why why would i leave my home and go 
and, and go to uh, a red box, you know, uh, even if it was a few blocks away, when I can just click a button and bam, I can have that movie right here in my home while I'm sitting my butt on the couch and I don't have to move. So clearly being able to read that change to, to read that, that new trend and, and being able to, to roll with it. And the same thing with a lot of innovative things. And I don't, who am I? And, and I don't know all the different innovative things, but you know, you think of the big stuff, you know, of course, computers, you think of video streaming, you think of music, uh, innovation with, with, uh, uh, payment and banking and all that. Like, uh, really? I mean, really? We, we really don't need the traditional bank. I know that I have, like, I wouldn't have to have quote unquote, an official bank that I walk into like a bank building. You know, I've, I've got some things, you know, uh, you know, Venmo or whatever. Like I, I could, just use exclusively that. And I do use that for most of my payments for most things. You know, it, it's just a, it's times are, are changing and then vehicles, right? We've got Tesla that's, that's innovating and getting away from gas powered cars and doing electric. Well, of course, Vin, I mean, obviously Tesla doesn't have any gas powered cars. It's all electric, but that was such a, like, we'll never get rid of gas cars. You know, that the, the, it's like when I used to ride motocross and those that know this or those that know motocross would know this, those that don't would be like, what? But back in the day, like I always, always rode two strokes that that was just the kind of motor that I was used to was the two stroke motor. They had a certain sound, even a certain smell, the exhaust did. And then they started introducing four strokes and so many people were like, I'll never get rid of my two stroke. I'll never get rid of my two stroke. And then right now, <laughs> I don't even know if they make two strokes anymore. I think that they're all four strokes pretty much. You know, I just remember the resistance that came with that in that world and in, in the motocross world, there was a resistance to change. And I, we see that with everything else, there's just a resistance for change and i hope that that i can not be resistant to change or innovation and growth and i think one of the biggest things that we all need to have it, it that's just an open mind keep an open mind how is your industry innovating is it innovating how is it growing changing which what what's you know, following the, the the path of least resistance. I'm not sure that's always the answer. Sometimes it's resistance and you got to press through to the other side. But also when I say following the path of least resistance, I do think of that as uh, following the path of the future, like seeing what is coming and rather than fighting against it, going with it. You know, rather than fighting against digital movies, uh, you know, and doubling down on VHS tapes and doubling down on DVDs, 
rather than than resisting the trend, being able to to embrace the trend. Now, I don't know of, and I'm sure there are instances where innovation or the trend seemed to be going one way and it ended up not going that way. And I, I can't even think of what that would be. Um, but there have been various trends um, through the years. Well, one I can think of, and I don't know what they called this, but there was, there was that and many people won't even know this because they, it was such a quick little trend that just didn't catch on. But movies way back when there were movie discs that were like laser discs. I think they were almost the size of like LP, like elbow albums, like a, like a big album album, like an old school vinyl. There was a short stint where they came out with these, big disc movies and anyway it, it it maybe that's like uh the plasma TVs kind of a thing too where plasma TVs came out and then quick you know they were like what ten thousand dollars for a plasma TV and then there was there was a, a better technology and now of course you can have a big screen TV for <laughs> really cheap I mean you can get a a big 60 inch flat screen tv for 500 bucks now 599 or maybe even less now i know that depends on the brand and the quality i mean i know that there's still some higher end tvs out there but they're still i mean they're not like you're not paying 9000 for one uh, you know even the big 60 65 70 inch tvs you can get those for anywhere from a thousand to to three thousand easily. So anyway, what's the point, Timmy? What are you what are you trying to get at? Well, my my point is this: as we come to the end of one year, and we look forward into the next year, it's important for us to what do we want to to really write it down. I know that 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 some people. You know, some people like digital books, some people like paper books, some people like, you know, whatever, reading their books off their computer, some like reading it off their phone. There's all different strokes for things for different people. I tend to, you know, I tend to be a little old school. I hope I've, I hope I'm always open minded, but I tend to be old school on some things and I'm still a big fan of writing things down and putting your goals down. And, and it's not just that there's the magic of pen to paper. It's more about the, the, the psychological, the repetitiveness or like there's more to it. it it's, it's, it's not just about writing something down, but it's, it's that we get to look at it. We get to see it and that, the, that your mind had to think about it to, to write it down. And being able to see something every day, I know there's some, there's some, uh, I have some sticky notes that I've put up around my apartment that have certain goals written down on them. And I'm, I'm actually getting ready to, to do it again. You know, the next couple of days, I'm going to write down my goals. You know, what am I, what am, what's, what's, what am I going to be intentional about? And it's, 
it's really whatever you want. That's what's so beautiful about life. What, what do you want? And I realized that I'm not, I really, I'm a dreamer, but I'm also a realistic dreamer. Like I think it's important to set reasonable goals that are achievable, but with, with a stretch, with a stretch, meaning, you know, if you make $50,000 a year to say, I'm going to, you know, this year I'm going to make 55,000. Okay. I mean, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all, like at all. And it's not about the amount of money, you know, it's about the value that you can bring and it's about the value that you receive and give to others. I get it. So I'm not, it's not about a specific number as much as about wrapping your mind around some goal or, or objective that is achievable, doable. It's, it's something you can definitely accomplish, but it's also a stretch. And, you know, I know for me, which I'm not going to mention my goals here, because that's, it's, those are for me, my personal, you know, goals and business, but I'm going to set some business goals. I'm going to set some, um, relationship goals. I'm going to set some, how many books I'm going to read goals or, you know, education goals. Um, there's going to be some fitness goals, uh, whatever, you know, then just hobby goals, fun goals, just whatever. And so usually there are, when you goal set and, and I'm not an expert with goal setting, but I, I know enough to, to get it done. Is there's usually a few areas that you set your goals in, you know, financial goals, relationship goals, depending on, you know, if you're married, family goals or whatever, um, you know, career goals, um, activity goals and travel goals. The, that That's to me, that's the, my areas, but you know, maybe there's some other areas for you that are, that are a little different, but those are usually the typical um, kind of, goals that we set, you know, my, my spiritual goals, you know, growth goals, self-development goals or whatever. Those are the things that are important to get down and think about what, what do I want for my life moving forward relationally? What are my friendship goals? You know, what are my love or my romantic goals? Or if you're married, you know, what are my relationship goals with my spouse? And, you know, if you have kids, what's, what's that? So, your life might differ from you know the person next door to you or whatever a little bit but we all have we all most everyone has some kind of career or job or income generator something so setting goals around that you know we all have maybe family whether it's a spouse or girlfriend boyfriend or kids or parents grandparents whatever you know, some kind of goals around, around that, you know, it's goals for your future goals for your business. Like specifically, like if you own a business or if you want to start a business goals for hobbies, you know, for, for me, and I've talked about this before and I, I feel like I've not lived up to my, even my uh, initial goals with it, but learning guitar, you know, I've, I've been learning guitar. I, I can actually play a little bit. Um, I can't like lead, lead, lead songs and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, but I can play as a backup with simple chords and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I reached my goal of 
of being able to play guitar. But now for 2021, for me, one of my goals, I'd like to get better, like actually be pretty good at guitar. And so what's that going to require? Practice, right? It's going to require practice. So I have to give myself to that. And so I think it's also important to not, not to have too many goals to where it's too much. That's why I think just, you know, a spiritual goal, a family goal, some kind of a, or relationship goal or love goal or whatever, you know, financial goal, hobby goal, spiritual growth goal, self-development, you know, like just those few categories. I think it's important. I just heard, I listen kind of my routines in the morning. I get up, I do meditation or affirmation first thing in the morning, you know, start my coffee. And then I usually watch some kind of a inspirational or something, uh, YouTube video or Ted talk or a podcast or something. That's just kind of my, my thing. I just like to kind of feed my brain. And one of the things I, I watched today was just a, uh, like the 15 books that everybody should read, which, um, I'm excited to, to, uh, some of them I've already already read on that list. Uh, but I'm going to add some of those to my, my book list for this year, for this coming year for 2021. But anyway, in this, in this, uh, little video I watched, I thought it was fascinating because he, the, the person that was doing the video said that one, I, th- what did he say? I think the average American, I think this is, I, I, I'm pretty close to being accurate here. He said the average American, average, average, <laughs> the average, the average American reads one and a half books a year. The average CEO, I think, is what he's what he said. Either the average CEO or CEOs, maybe it was just CEOs, reads an average of fifty books a year. And that, I mean, I'll be honest, that just kind of fucked with my head because I'm like, damn it, I don't want to be average. <laughs> I don't want to just be an average American. And Thank God I I read more than one and a half books a year, sometimes more, uh, but never never do I go a year without reading at least a a couple books. Thank God. Um, and I can hear I can hear someone just say, "But yeah, but it's expensive." Yes, and it is, but it's not actually. You know why it's not? Because you can go to the library and get any book for free, so you have no excuse, no excuse, no excuse. No excuse. You can get books for free. So, yeah, no excuse. It, it, so, yeah, can't use that one. Sorry. Um, and they also said that the uh, the making of a man or woman, the ma- you know, making of a person can be learned from the books that they read and the friends that they have. And this has led me down a couple different interests for 2021. One is to read good books and have good friends, you know, friends that are maybe beyond me, you know, friends that are maybe behind me or with me. Um, but having a good, a good group of friends that I can do life with, I think that's a critical piece in living 
a great life and not not winding up like Blockbuster. <laughs> like I don't want block I don't want my story to be the story of Blockbuster. I want my story to be a story of of Netflix, right? I want I want my life to be one that grows and goes with the times and and is able to move forward in this world. And here's the bottom line as I come to the end of this little short podcast. It's up to you. Your life is up to you. If you want to learn how to play guitar by the end of 2021, you can. You can. You just have to practice and take lessons, right? I mean, that, that you can have whatever you want to have. You can read books. You can grow. You can develop. You can whatever. Like, each of us is ultimately in charge of our lives. Now, of course, there are things in our life that are out of our control. There is nothing we can do, right? When it rains, there's nothing that we can do to stop the rain. But what we can do is stop the rain from getting us wet by having an umbrella or galoshes or whatever. Life is like that. We can't control everything, but what we can control is our response to it. And this is something I teach all the time. It's something that it's a thread throughout all of my podcast episodes. I'll mention something like this, usually pretty regularly, because I believe it. I believe it, that your life is in your hands. My life is in my hands. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And so that's my question for you to contemplate as we come to the end of 2020 and enter into 2021. What kind of life do you want to have? Do it. I mean, do we want to be the people that are known for making excuses why we can't, how we won't be able to because this, that, or the other, this person, the government, this? I, I think that we're we're all guilty at times for doing that. And, and, and it's okay. I've griped and complained. I've bitched and moaned before. I've, you know, we've all been there, you know, made excuses, blamed our lack of on someone else. And I get it. That's, I think that's part of being human, but once the dust settles, right, it's, it's, there's only one person to blame for our lives, whether they go well or don't go well. And that's the one that's staring back at you when you look in the mirror, right? It's, it's, I can't blame anyone for anything in my life. That's my, that's me, you know? And even whenever there's been mistreatment or something that was unfair, of course, right? That's it. It's, it's still, it's even though, yes, we've all had things that are unfair happen to us. We've all been, uh, you know, cheated to or lied on, or we've cheated and we've lied. I mean, there's all these things that that's, that's again, it's a part of living life. All of us, all of us, have had shitty things happen. All of us. There's not a person on this planet that hasn't at some point had something shitty done to them or that they have, we have done something shitty to someone else. That's life. That's again, that's part of being human, but what we are responsible for and 
the only thing that we can control is our response to those situations. That's the only thing we can do. We, that's it. That's all we can do. And so when the government does shut shit down, what are we going to do about it? What is our reaction to it? How are we going to figure out another way, another path? And again, it, shitty shit happened in 2020. I mean, I don't need to go into this. We all have been been around and have witnessed 2020 and the shit show of 2020. But you can only blame for so long. That's something that can only happen for so long, that you can only blame the government for so long. And then there comes a point where you got to go, okay, like if this is the way it is, then I must make an adjustment to make this work. It's, it's like, uh, is it Earl Nightingale that says this? It's not about the wind. It's about the set of the sail. And I, I feel like I've mentioned this recently in one of my podcasts. Maybe it was the podcast a couple times ago, but anyway, uh, it, that's true. That's such a true statement. It's I can't control the wind. That the wind is out of my control. But what can I do to use the wind? What can I do to use the wind and and make that to my advantage rather than it's my to my disadvantage? And I know it's. It's harder, you know, I know that, that, that that's easier said than done and it can be frustrating, you know, whenever you're, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to do something, you know, I know, I know, uh, an acquaintance of mine, not a good friend, but an acquaintance of mine that opened their restaurant, uh, I think it was January in January or maybe February of 2020 to only have it then shut down. You know, when, anytime you start a business, it, they say that it can take several years to get to where you're in the, is it in the red or in the black? Anyway, where you're making gains, my mind is a little bit mush where you're, where you're, you're in the plus, right? You're, you're making money. You know, at first year, the first year or two is paying off the loan for the, for that. And then the, you get into the, the years after and you start to actually make some headway and you know, he didn't even get, he didn't even get a month in and boom, shut down. And so it's not like he had capital. Like he used all the money to, to start the business, you know, he used all the money to, to, to build out the space and to start this deal and to buy all the products, to buy the furniture, to buy the stuff and to do this and to do that, to advertise, and then bam, shut down. I mean, it was disheartening. Oh my gosh, disheartening. Uh, and, but you can, you can bitch and moan for a while. Like we all did. I did. You, we can bitch and moan for a while, but then you get to a point where you gotta go, okay, well, I just need to figure out how to make this work. I mean, I can't just suck my thumb and curl up in the fetal position for the rest of my life. I've got to figure shit out. I got to figure out what, what can I do? What different, what can I do different? What can I do altogether new? How can I roll with this? 
how can I um, make this a win? So that's today's podcast. We're coming to the end of the year. What kind of life do you want in 2021? Where do you want to go? What kind of friends do you want? What kind of career do you want? What do you, where do you want your business to go? Where do you want your bank account to go? Where do you want your love life to go? What, how do you want your relationships to, to change or grow or benefit from, right? How do you want to grow, develop in your mind? And it's up to you, right? No one, no one can control how many books you read this next year, but you can not within reason, right? You don't, I don't know what kind of job you have. I don't know if you could do a book a day, but you could, you could do a book a month at least like a easily like a book a month. That's even if you're a slow reader, you can, you can chop away 10, 15 minutes a day and read a book a month. And what will your life be like at the end of the year? Having 12 books under your belt, 12 different perspectives on whatever you like to read. And people always ask me like, well, what books do you recommend? I, I, gosh, I'll do a separate podcast maybe with some actual recommendations of books that I, that I would say have changed my life. But that there's so many people that way smarter, like that have book lists out there. That's where I get them. Just Google books that must be read um, in 2021 or the five greatest books of the last five years or whatever. Just Google that stuff or YouTube. YouTube has a lot of great videos on, you know, 15 books that Bill Gates recommends or something like that. So I encourage you to do that. Um, I encourage you to, to, to sit, to, to spend, if you can take a day, great. If you can take a morning, whatever, take an evening and sit and think about 2021. Make some reflections on 2020, but just sit and think about 2021. What do I want in my relationships? What do I want to see from, from my, my relationships? What, what, how do I want to grow and develop and, and just write that stuff down, you know, write it down and make, make that list. And then you can break it down. I'm going to break this down just because this is the way my mind works. Your guys' mind works just like this, I'm sure. But if not, this is, this really helped me. Let's say you want to read a book a month. So it's really easy to, to do that. So, Whatever book you pick, let's just say for January, you have a book picked out. You're going to read it. So there are 30 days in a month or 31 or if it's February 28, whatever. That there's 30, 30 days in a month. If the book is a 300-page book, then you need to read 10 pages a day. So 10 pages a day, and then by the end of the month, you'll have read, is that right? Is my math right? <laughs> Do I need, I'm going to look this up. I think I'm right. <laughs> Math's not my strong suit. So 30 pages a day, or I'm sorry, 10 pages a day times 30 days equals, yeah, okay, so I did do that, right? I was trying to make it easy so even someone like me that's not that great at math could do it. 
So a 300-page book just means 10 pages a day for 30 days. So you just break it down into bite size. Um, break it down to make it make it bite size. Whatever, whatever the book, divide it by this and figure out, okay, I need this. And then how long does it take you to read 10 pages? And, and again, not that it needs to be that, that specific, but you're getting, you just need to know. I need to spend a little time in the morning, maybe. I need to spend a little time at night to be able to get, you know, five pages in the morning, five pages at night. So I get my 10 pages uh, or you just do it all at night. So you might have to turn off the TV just a little bit earlier in order to spend some time reading. But making that commitment to I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day reading and make it in bite-sized portions where you can do it. And it's it's not going to be a goal that is unattainable, right? You know your time. Even people that are like, oh, I'm super busy. I don't have much time. No, you have you have you have 10 minutes a day for sure because sometimes like for me and I'm going to close with this sometimes i don't want to sit and read so i do it on audio everybody spends time most everybody spends time in their car typically hours per week in your car why not take some of the drive time and use it for self development so get the book on audio and say, for the first 10 minutes of my ride, I'm going to do the book via audio. So 10 minutes on the way to work, 10 minutes on the way home from work. So that's 20 minutes of reading per day. So anyway, it, it's bite size, make it doable. But, but the main thing that I want to encourage all of us is live your life with intention. What do you want? Think about it, write it down, come up with a plan to execute and to achieve whatever your dreams may be. But it's important to get it down, write it down. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, I will be posting, uh, we've got our third, our third, uh, third and fourth. I think we've got, was that right? We've done one. Peckers one, Peckers two, and then I've got Peckers three and four. So I think it was a four part series that we ended up, that we're ended up doing that we're going to be doing. And, um, episode three and four coming Mondays. So, um, so yesterday's would have been, um, the Peckers three. So then this coming next Monday will be Peckers four. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, we have a lot of good stuff coming for 2021. I've got a partner that's going to join me in doing weekly podcasts together on interesting and fun topics. Um, if you have any suggestions or want to hear anything, make sure to email me, Timmy, at timmygibson.com. Um, but also thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Appreciate it very much. Have a fabulous rest of the day. Peace. Peace.